All right, everyone, good morning and welcome to the morning motivation call. And here we are again. I got a lot packed and a lot of information and content to give you once again. So we're going to move quickly this morning. And this morning, I want to, I guess, bed into your mindset about beliefs and believing in the incredible. So my question for you today is, do you have or do you know what your big life vision is? And if you've worked with me, we would have uncovered this at some point. But if you haven't, I, I encourage you to explore this and I encourage you to know what this is. I want to know if you've taken the time to write out what your big vision is, what the most important thing is your purpose in life is. And if you haven't done that, I want you to grab a pen and paper and start writing because it needs to be penned and inked. Um, it should be about a sentence long. It should be short and succinct, yet incredibly powerful. And what is that for you? What does it look like? Um, you might want to be a professional athlete. You might want to be an entrepreneur. Maybe your, your vision and your life vision is to be a philanthropist. Or you want to be a full-time, dedicated, loving, and adoring parent. Or maybe you just want to be a business owner in your chosen field and you want to be the best of breed. You want to be the best in your industry or sector. Or maybe you want to be financially free. And if any of those questions have sparked a, an interest in you, um, maybe you either need to write it down or review what your big life vision is. If you need help with any of those, you need to reconnect with me offline and work out what that is because until that point in time that you know what it is, you won't be achieving and you won't be striving towards your big life vision. And whatever it is for you, it needs to be one big vision for your life and how it's going to end up. It needs to be a stretch goal. I'm not just talking like any old stretch goal. I'm talking a really big stretch goal. And it needs to take you a lifetime to get there. It's not going to happen this week or next year. It needs to be a life project. So I recently, uh, in the last couple of weeks, I completed the business planning for Perspective Group, which is the financial planning business that I run. And I wrote out the goals that I need to achieve over the next 25 years. So I had to forecast and put my mind 25 years ahead of today. It's a pretty big time span. It's a pretty big goal. And I have to really leverage up because I need to get out of my comfort zone because we're so used to, most people don't even do this, but most people don't plan th one, three, five years. I've gone to 25 years. What does the business look like? How many staff? Where is the office? How many floors of this building do we now own? Um, you know, what's my clients look like? What is their worth and worth, uh, net worth and net worth look like? How much money and am I managing for them? These are all the things that I looked at and I created those numbers. I now have a direction. And I'm not going to run short. I'm going to spend my life achieving that. So I did some coaching with Fern Harnish, um, and he called these goals BHAG goals, which is big, hairy, audacious goals. And these goals, what are they? If I look at them right now, and I can tell you, when I reviewed my 25 year goal, I look at that, and in my current mindset, my current body, my current shape of the business, I'm, I'm thinking, who am I kidding? Like, really? That that looks like a Fortune 500 company that 25 BHAG goal, it's very hard for me to fathom it. And that means if it is, I've done the right thing. I've done the right goal. It needs to be so audacious. It needs to be that far out there 
that it almost seems in today's mind unreachable. But we all know that those are the goals that will get you moving. Those are the goals that will get you out of your comfort zones. And as Tony Robbins said, and I shared in the last call, we grossly underestimate what we can do in our lifetime. So why not stretch ourselves? Why not push ourselves to get further? So after going about and setting these BHAG, which is B-H-A-G, big, hairy, audacious goals, I then refined them down. And I looked at what I needed to do over the next five years to move me towards my 25-year project. Once I found those out, I wrote them out. And then I looked at what I needed to do in the next three years. You can see I'm chunking this down. Finally, I got down to what I needed to do in the next 12 months. And if I action these next 12 months correctly, I will be on path to achieve that 25-year goal. How do you eat an elephant? One small step at a time. But it doesn't stop there. Once I've got my 12 months, I then focus on the quarter. Well, these are the things that I need to do immediately that will impact on the business today and keep me on track to reach those 25-year goals. Then I have to do it right down to the week and down to the day. So I looked at my goals and I looked at how much, how many millions of dollars that I want to be managing for my clients in 25 years time. And it's a very, 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 very big number. It's an audacious goal. It is, you know, if you looked at the size of my business today, you'd think it's, I've got rocks in, in my head and I've slightly gone mad. However, I know I will achieve it. It'll take me 25 years to get there, but I will get there. And that is overwhelming. So what do I do right now? I look at my to-do list and I have just three, just three items on my list of things that I need to do today, my big three rocks. And those three rocks, if covered off, will be the stepping stone to getting me off in the right direction and sending me towards my 25-year goal. So now that you've done that and you've created the destination and you've created the path of where you want to be in the next 25 years, now that you know what your big vision is, ask yourself the question, what is it that I can do today that will move me towards this end point? What are the changes that I need to make today? Who do I need to become to get me to that end point? Don't try and do the 25-year goal today. You're going to fail. Just know who you need to become to have that in your future. Now, my question is, are you motivated enough? Motivation, the definition of motivation in the dictionary is simply a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. So your motivation is a desire for change. Are you motivated enough? If you want to reach that big vision or that big life vision, you have to change. Something in you has to change your behavior, your thought patterns, your mindset, or maybe your circumstances and the people you surround yourself with. But the person you are today is not going to get you to where you need to be in the future. It's done a brilliant job of getting you where to, you are today, but that will not surpass. You will just sit at a, a plateau and you'll stay right where you are. You need to stretch. You need to grow. You actually need to break who you are today. Something needs to change. And to change your life, you must change the way you think, act, and feel. Remember from the previous conversations we've had that thoughts lead to feelings. Those feelings lead on to your behaviors, and those behaviors lead you towards your actions. So the power of change all begins with you and it begins in your mind. That control to live a better life and to live a more fulfilled life ultimately rests with you. 
So there was a study, and this, I want to show you how powerful your mind is. There was a study conducted by Dr. Excuse my pronunciation. I don't think I've got this right. I think it's Biestato. Um, and he, that was performed at the University, I think, Chicago. Um, anyway, the study was where he split a group of people into three groups. And he tested each group on how many free throws, which they could do in basketball, so standing at the free throw line and, and trying to um, score a basket. Here's what he did. The first group, he had practiced free throws every day for an hour. So they would stand on the line and shoot hoops for an hour. The second group sat at home and they just visualized themselves making free throws. And the third group did nothing which I would say is a majority of the population if you did a, an, an analysis of uh, the status quo. After 30 days, he tested them again. So the first group improved by 24%. These are the guys that stood there and threw for an hour each day. The second group, who did nothing but visualize it, improved by 23% without even touching a ball. And the third group, guess what? They didn't improve at all, and that's to be expected. So it just goes to show that when we use laser-like focus on a particular task, whether it is imagined or practiced in the physical, our brains don't know the difference. So would it be fair to say that your brain can't tell the difference between your imagination and reality? Correct. Let's break it down one step further by saying that you can create whatever, the, whatever life you want. You just have to believe it and imagine it and it will happen for you. It will be created. So it goes to show how important visualization is and that you must visualize your successful self of the future, hence why I did 25 years, as if it were happening now. Furthermore, it goes to show the power that you have your thoughts have over your mind and the life that you lead and the results that you get. This all led me to ask better questions. So what are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you letting your environment get the best out of you or get the better of you? And possibly, are you possibly getting in your own way and limiting your success? So you have, to, you have complete control over your destiny. You have complete control over your thoughts. However, so many of the population let their thoughts run wild. They leave them unchecked. And ultimately, it's destroying their potential. We train our bodies, we diet, we eat clean, we try to do the right things with food, we try to sleep well. We've got all these systems and strategies to make us better, yet the human mind is one of the most powerful gifts ever known to man, yet it goes completely unchecked and untrained. No one actually sits there and exercises their mind. All the power that you acquire to deliver successful and, and a, a successful and a fulfilled life it just resides between your two ears. But you have to make a conscious decision to accept nothing but the absolute best for yourself. You have to make a conscious decision to control your thoughts and manage your mind. Each and every single day that you wake up, you have the choice to have the absolute best of everything. Yet, human nature, it's in, we're ingrained to settle. And sadly, most people settle for second best. Now, if you're stuck and wondering, where do I go now? The simplest way to find it, to do this and to move forward is to find the pain in your life and use that as motivation to move you forward. 
So that motivation will move you and get you off the starting line. So what's that pain for you? What's stopping you from reaching your vision? See, people are either moving away from pain or towards pleasure. Most people either act out of inspiration or desperation. If you've ever hit rock bottom, and I have, I've done it a number of times, not the place I like to be. However, I embrace it because I know around the corner is success. I am there for a reason, and I don't stay there long, but I've learned over the years to embrace it because I'm really about to launch and do something so significant it's not funny. So if you've ever hit rock bottom, you'll realize that that pain or desperation is the thing that will cause you to move. It's the thing that will generate the most amount of force to get you off the bottom. It is a great motivator and it's a great mover, but it is not sustaining. So as soon as you get off rock bottom and you've used that motivation to move, you need to shift your focus and start moving towards the pleasure, which is sustainable energy and motivating. And you know that with conscious thought followed by actions, you will be able to get to a better place. That power is available to you right now. You don't have to find it. You don't have to buy it. It's in you. It's a choice. It, and it simply is a choice and a decision that you have to make and then you have to exercise it. So neuroscientist and best-selling author and inspirational leader, John As Asaraf, I always stumble on that one. John Asaraf um, said that the most important lesson that he learned from his mentors was at a time when he was, at rock, he was at rock bottom. So he was sort of moving in some bad circles. Uh, he wasn't doing too well financially, um, sort of living paycheck to paycheck and was pretty much down and out. He met with a millionaire mentor who was a businessman and very successful who shared some advice with him. And the advice went like this. This businessman said to John, John, are you interested in success or do you want success? He said, because you just can't be interested in success. You must be committed. It's true, right? Imagine that you're in a relationship with, with someone and it's a fairly serious relationship and you turned around to them and you stared into their eyes and it was a really serious heartfelt moment and you said, honey, I am 70% in love with you. I, I really am warming to the idea of marrying you. I, I think it's a good concept. Now, firstly, I don't like that person's chances of sleeping in the bedroom that night. Secondly, I'd be ducking straight after it. And the person on the receiving end wouldn't be too warm nor motivated by the person's gesture. Am I right? Of course I am. The only certainty in that statement is that there is uncertainty and wavering in their mindset. Now examine the complete opposite of that. Honey, I love you. I can't wait to marry you. Let's just do this now. You know what? Let's elope. I can't wait a minute longer. Screw everyone else. We're going to go do this. We don't even need anyone to be around. I can't wait to be. Let's just let's elope. We're out of here. God, I love you. I can't get enough of you. I am so committed to you. You are the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. You know what? I would move heaven and earth. I would change my being just to marry you right now. Which person are you? Who do you want to sound like? Who do you want to be like? 
the committed one or the 70 percenter if you want an exceptional life you have to be fully committed you have to believe that you're worth it and that you're no longer willing to live in the discomfort of pain and staying the same as everyone else all you need to do is believe that it's possible but you must i stress you must be committed so from here all you need to do is take action because all the thoughts all the planning and all the belief that it's possible is amazing but nothing will materialize without action and i mean take massive action richard branson said if i come up with a business idea and it's 50 percent correct i'll do it and i will find the remaining 50 percent along the way i love that quote and i love that mindset um and i have used it in just about everything that i've ever done i will always find my way and i'll always find my feet and i will learn on the fly and i am so much further ahead of everyone else because i took action straight away so you can't think about this too much because that will actually prevent you from act um, from acting people tend to overcomplicate things and i said it the other day keep it simple just take action move one step take one small step in the right direction it, yeah it's a leap of faith it is a step of confidence but that will move you and the universe will work in your favor and it will transpire in ways beyond your imagination to make this a reality for you another crazy thing is that people don't realize how close they are to success some of them are so close to having the life that they dreamed of and they desired but they can't see it yet we can create the future in our minds but we just can't see what's around the corner and so often i've seen so many people stop one one step short of the finish line or one step short of success and had they pushed on had they pursued had they been persistent and um, resilient and tenacious and continued to push through even just one more step they would have realized and met their ultimate success some of you are just one step away you might be a day away you might be a month away you might even be a year away but if you do not step up right now and if you don't move in the direction you'll never know and you'll never know what success tastes like the greatest risk in life is operating out of fear and not taking action if you have ever presented with us if you're ever presented with a situation where fear rises up embrace it because greatness lies on the other side of that fear see the major difference between those that have um, tasted and experienced success and those that have not is that successful people believe in the invisible they believe in what is possible and what is not yet seen it's called faith the unsuccessful only trust in what they can see or have experienced from the past or modal modalities passed down to them from their parents or peers so that boils down to the fact that the unsuccessful limit their dreams and they place restrictions on their reality they're victims of their own environment and they are operating out of a space of eyesight what they can see as opposed to mind sight 
which is mindset is what is possible for you, what you can conceive and believe. I'm going to ask you and challenge you to operate out of your mindset. Believe what is possible for you. Most of the people that are in that unsuccessful group, they tend to hang out with other people that dwell in the status quo. They use other unsuccessful people as their benchmark and they tend to follow the herd. People like you and I, people on this call, we don't suffer with herd mentality. We are leaders. We certainly walk to the beat of our own drum and we are tenacious. We are persistent and yeah, we're dreamers. I wish I had a dollar for, for everyone who called me a dreamer and I live in the, in the clouds because I wouldn't have to work at this point. I'd be a millionaire by now. Everyone says, oh, you're, you're always coming up with these ideas and you're always thinking of this and you're always dreaming of a bigger future. And I, I, I used to get a little bit embarrassed and I used to get um, despondent by those accusations. I've learned now I just bless those people and thank them. And I wish I did get a dollar for it because I would be really, really wealthy off that alone. So don't listen to the naysayers. There's always going to be someone who's going to come against you. Um, keep walking to your own beat. Keep leading and lead from the front. Now, if you didn't want a better life for yourself, if personal development wasn't important to you, you wouldn't be on this call right now. You wouldn't even be here. So remain a leader. Drive from the front actually drive off the front and make everyone chase you. Leave the others in your wake. And remember, this is your train and you need to drive it as hard as you can. What I want you to do is believe in the incredible, see the invisible and achieve the impossible. Have a great day, guys. You're coming to the end of the week. Believe in your potential. Now go make it happen.